Miller. On this episode of Tiger Turf Talk, we host a close personal friend of mine, probably one of the best guys you ever meet, uh, Mr. Cody Tingler, ball supervisor, ball field supervisor in Henrico County Parks and Rec. Uh, it, it was just great to have a friend on, you know, and be able to talk about just life and some of our experiences during our college days, and I mean, just experiencing just what the sports field industry has in store for people, you know, and how we've made all these great friendships and relationships and everything that we're doing. Um, It truly is something that we all sort of take for granted in a sense, you know. Um, We we talked about back when Cody and I were uh, struggling to wake up for our 8 a.m. labs on Fridays and how everything sort of came together. And again, for him, he was a horticulture background turn turf man you know and it's just really really awesome to again not just talk about what relationships are created but what where they've been how he found his way to the head groundskeeping job in the mls back towards a golf and then where he is now you know in a great place in this industry and it's just there are so many incredible opportunities and cody dives into all those different areas and i think that careers like his are what shows sort of that next generation of hey you can do whatever you want wherever you want you just have to be willing to take the risk and sort of go through and make sure you're learning and taking the learning experiences and preventing issues further in your future and uh you know i i can't thank cody enough for taking the time uh and it was great to be able to talk to him uh, it's been a while, more my fault than his fault, but uh, it was great to uh, just relive some of the glory days with him and share it with you guys, you know, so um, it's an episode you definitely don't want to miss. Cody, my man, thank you so much for your time, bud, and I look forward to seeing you soon. Uh, I hope you guys enjoy this episode of Tiger Turf Talk. Welcome back to the 98th episode of Tiger Turf Talk. I'm your host, Drew Miller, with your co-host, Liz Rice, and our producer, Dakota Garber. We are joined with a very close friend of mine, a great human being, Mr. Cody Tingler of Henrico County Parks and Rec as a ball field supervisor. How are you doing today, bud? Pretty good, man. Pretty good. How about yourself? Thanks for having me on. Yeah, of course. Thanks for coming on. Uh, We're doing all right. It's been a little chaotic up here, doing a bunch of different crap um but uh i'm sure you know that lifestyle especially now down in parks and rec and everything yeah see you guys are doing big things up there aren't you uh thinking about getting some artificial turf yeah on the practice field there you go you trying to you trying to say the game field there buddy boy no i just saw it i didn't read the whole article but i saw you getting artificial turf i'm not gonna lie i got a little disappointed in you what article yeah what article i saw it somewhere there's another article maybe I definitely read it on the internet somewhere. Okay. Well, it's going on our practice field. Okay. So our kids definitely, their work shines. I was going to say, there's no way they should replace your field. Throw the bullshit. Um, (laughs) But no, for sure. Uh, So I want to have you on because obviously you've been through it all. I mean, when we talk about your journey through the industry, it started off with little old me uh, and whatever your stupid ass apartment was. Um. Dude, I had to get you out of that thing so many times. It's not even funny. <laughs> College Friday day. lab. Friday lab. You were like, am I going? I'm like, yeah, I'm dragging you out. Let's go. 
Yeah, uh, I made it less often than I was well, there. Well, I mean, when they put it at 8 a.m., what do you expect of us, you know? Friday, too. Friday, 8 a.m. lab. Not fun. Not fun. No, um, so if you could just give a little, I, I mean, I know it, obviously, but give a little backstory on sort of your journey through this industry, both sports, turf, golf, landscaping and all. Yeah, uh, like you touched on, it has been quite a chaotic journey. I uh, got into this stuff probably in high school. I mean, I took some horticulture classes in high school and didn't really know what I wanted to do through college. So I took, started off in horticulture in college, and then sophomore year, they decided to inform us, you know, we needed an internship. So I had no idea what to do there. But uh, my high school teacher pointed me out to Steve Ruckman at the Squirrels. So I did my first internship there. Loved it so much. I went back and interned a second year. And <laughs> Come then, on, it's Ruck. What else do you expect? Yeah, I was going to say, it's hard not to love Ruck. And then luckily, as I was about to graduate, he was up at a football game and said, you need a job. And I was like, yeah. So my first legit job was the assistant with the Richmond Flying Squirrels. I think I was there for about a year and a half until the position at Virginia Tech opened with the softball field. And my experience there, you know, with you working as a student worker there and look, I already kind of had it in there. So I spent about two years as the softball field uh, head guy, if you will. And then from there, they labeled it on the website, too. Yeah, it's an interesting label, but essentially the head guy is softball, but spent more time on other fields than I did my own. Uh, And then from there, I went to the MLS with the head guy is... uh, at the uh, what are they dc united yes, there through, you should know yes yeah i know i was there for about two <laughs> years until wonderful covid hit from there we went to the golf industry i'm not really sure how i made that venture but uh, i was the assistant superintendent at the federal club for about two years there and then uh, ruckman reached out to me and brought me back into the henrico county so now i'm on the parks and rec side of things so yeah i've kind of been had my hand in a little bit of everything so far. Just a little bit, you know. Yeah, just a little bit. You just know. a little bit. Um, with, I mean, with everything, obviously, it takes so much out of us when it comes to, like, again, managing fields and ensuring the safety of players and everything. What has it been like for you just sort of obviously finding it in college? And, I mean, we had a really close friend group when it came to, like, the turf guys. Like, we all knew what everybody was doing at any given time. Um, what really brought you sort of, to this industry and what has kept you in the industry, even through, I mean, again, like you said, COVID, the chaos of that, finding golf, finding your way back to rock, you know, what has been sort of kept you going? I'd say it's between the connections and just my love for sports. You know, my first internship with Ruckman, I loved baseball and getting to watch every game and actually having a hand in how those games are run and, getting to put your touch on the field was just phenomenal experience for me. And I fell in love with it there, not realizing how much was behind it. So it drew me back for a second year and coming out of college, it's tough to really know what you're going to do out of college and having those two experiences with Ruck and just developing that uh, relationship with him. It was hard not to go work for him again, because he's just an awesome person to work for. And uh, like I said, I just love being around sports and, getting to see your product on TV was one of the greatest things, you know, at Virginia tech, it's phenomenal. You partake in painting the football fields or the soccer fields. you go into MLS and you get to see your mowing stripes and 
I said, you develop a ton of relationships and every person in this industry is just a, per- a wonderful person. Everybody's friendly. We all get along. Everybody likes to share their experiences and it's just a wonderful industry to be in. So what was your time like at Virginia Tech? Um, what did you do? What was your favorite thing to do? What are we talking about? My college or work? Seeing my, seeing my pretty face in the morning, I know. Yeah, yeah. it's tough not to love seeing Drew. Uh, <laughs> I, w- I would say probably setting up for between football games or when we hosted. Oh, I'm so sorry. No, you're good. <laughs> uh, between setting up for football games or even. Oh my God. Give me one. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing for you. Go and get in the shot, buddy. Uh, he's a chaos. But um, again, setting up for football fields was fantastic. Minus the super long hours we had to do, being able to be out there and paint it. And then when we hosted the. Big softball tournaments. That was one of my favorite things just because these girls are put in an all and you get to kind of showcase your skills as well as they're going out there showcasing theirs and putting out the fun little patterns in the outfield and painting the middle logos. Drew had a, a fun hand in that, walking all the miles back and forth with the, the walking mower. But Straight ass just, lines, let me tell oh, you. Oh, yeah, you, they were straight, and I still have the pictures on my phone. Don't worry. <clears throat> still show people. But, yeah, I mean, that that was a lot of my favorites, just getting to kind of set up for those events because you get to experience it from both. As a student, you would set up for it and then still get to go to the games and then coming back and working there full time. It was experiencing that same experience but on the field in a different way. So those were a lot of the, my favorite experiences personally. I remember first time that we met. <laughs> it, was, it was those days that we dreaded. Like, oh, yeah. again, you first – it was your first day – was the track. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. I was like, who's the man with the large beard over there? They they told me that thing down to here. Oh, yeah. And I was like, who is this kid? What are we doing? It's like December 23rd. It was like right before Christmas. I don't even know why I was there. It's because Casey Casey probably called me in or something. Mm -hmm. It was funny because I was like, dude, you picked the wrong day to start working because that track was the death of me. And that sucked. Well, the worst, this is before I knew Emerson, and Emerson had told me, because at the time Virginia Tech had Luther Maddie on the football team, and uh, your nickname was Luther. <laughs> he told me Luther Maddie was coming, and I was invested in football, so I was stoked. I was like, oh, my God, coming in here. this is going to be sweet. And then I here comes Brew, and they're like, part. Luther. I'm like, that's not Luther Maddie. It's like, that guy's white. What is this? <laughs> <laughs> that's not him. That's, that's definitely not him. Oh god! Yeah, that, that track was uh, loads of fun. And now it's permanent. They like hot glued yep. it together. Yeah, <laughs> I, got to, I, got to, I got to partake in that one too. Yeah, for sure. The final setup. Uh, yeah, first definitely. It was not not my favorite thing to do. That's, for, that's for damn sure. No. Um. So, with all your experience in different um parts of the industry, what would you say are some of the pros and cons of Parks and Rec? So. One of the big pros, and this has been a big thing the older I get, is <laughs> I'm older. <laughs> I know I'm only I'm pushing 30. But uh, one of the big pros for me is you get more time away from work now. We're during the week, I'm 6.30 to 3 o'clock. That's it. There's no staying after 3 o'clock. We're home at 3. You can do whatever you want and spend more time with your families. Or in my case, spend less time because uh, I'm coaching volleyball now. But that's been a huge pro. And then, yes, you do still have weekends, but it's not as many. And the work is not very difficult. I mean, you're sitting there and you, you line a field every couple 
over a couple of games. Um, some of the cons is, you know, you kind of have to dial back your expectations. Working in pros, you know, you have a lot <laughs> of money at your expense. You can kind of throw all this stuff and, hey, this field has to look immaculate versus you're working for a municipality now. And, yes, the standards are still there for these fields to be good, but it's not the same because under my – supervision i have 40 50 60 some fields that i have to make sure lined and prepared and ready for the weekend so you can't necessarily put that 100 percent attention in every single field so it's hard you kind of have to overlook some of the smaller things that you didn't overlook when you were working in say the mls or even at virginia tech so that's one of the biggest cons i've noticed but the pros is definitely more time off and it, it's still good work and i enjoy the people you meet a lot of people and you get a little bit of everything in the county i was gonna say what has it been like i mean obviously like you said we made a lot of relationships with a lot of the people i mean uh, i mean even up to like with babcock like i had a working relationship mm-hmm. with john Boleyn and all those guys even frank for a little in in the slightest way, like he knew who I was and I knew who he was, right. but what has it been like creating those relationships in the parks and rec level? You know, there are so many different people, you know, you have the parents, right. you have the kids, you have the, the county workers, you have all these different things. What has it been like creating those relationships that span, I mean, so much more than mm-hmm. what we ever did at tech? It can definitely be frustrating. Now the people that are within the county, or at least within my crew, I get along very well. They, I kind of joined in with a crew of, guys that are much older than myself they've been with the county i mean some of them pushing 25 years so they've been doing this for a while and it's kind of hard to walk into because you don't really know if they're going to respect you or not but luckily when they were explained to what i was bringing having ruckman get in there before me and have him set these standards they were willing to listen to me and kind of inherit my ways because I was very nervous that some of them weren't going to change their ways. You know, some people get set in their ways. 25 years, it's hard to hard to change, but the guys and I've been blessed. My guys have been phenomenal. Uh, as far as like parents and stuff, you don't deal a whole lot with parents other than they walk by and say, hey, good work because they come to these tournaments a lot and we've made some adjustments at some of our fields and I, I'd like to think they're getting better the people you really deal with are more in like the sports side of our County and the tournament directors. And that can be touchy because these people have money on the line. So if it rains, it's technically up to me, but they're going to fight me on these things a lot. And we've gotten into a couple of times where these tournament directors, you know, like I said, they don't want to lose their money. They don't want to have to give it back. So they push back a lot and is a fine line of, can I really force it off? Cause they can go up above us all and yeah. that can back down. So that part's been a little bit difficult because there's really no set guidelines of who makes the final call. Yes, it should be us. And a lot of the times I'm communicating with the guy who's running the tournament from Henrico side, who will then communicate to the guy that's actually running the tournament. But that part's been interesting and I'm still kind of developing it because I've only been here for a year and a couple months now. So I'm still working the kinks out. That's crazy. It's been but, that much. All right. All right. I know. <laughs> uh, finishing up my second full season. We have our last big tournament this weekend and then we kind of shut things down. Button her up. Yeah. We're starting to button some of the stuff up going around doing some end of the season edging and some laser grading and all that fun stuff. But yeah. Yeah. In house. Yeah. So That's Ruckman nice. has a bunch of ABIs for us. 
or not a bunch. We've got two or three, and two of them are that's a bunch. But no, when it well, comes yeah. to the number of fields you have, it's not a bunch. Yeah, but I understand. we're trying to get more. But yeah, we do all the. He does all the laser grading. I mean, I'll go out there with him. We'll take the measurements, and then we'll get the the edging done. We did one. We have a high school hermitage. We're doing next week. We did all the edging yesterday, so the dirt should be delivered next week, and uh, we'll get after it with the ABI. Hell yeah, dude! That's awesome. It's um, fun. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, with everything, obviously you take a lot from your experiences and whatnot. What are some of those experiences? I mean, obviously you and I have plenty of experiences, um, but what are some of the experiences that have stuck out to you that sort of carried through? I mean, not just again, going from a student, but like through to, I mean, MLS head groundskeeper all the way to where you are now again in parks and rec. Yeah, working for different bosses is bo- ooh, that's not a word. Working for different bosses has been phenomenal because you're developing all these habits with them and everybody has a different style. So, you know, I went from Ruckman to then we went to Casey to another guy <laughs> to now back to Ruckman. But it, all those experiences The other guy. Yeah, Who's yeah. that? Yeah, we don't talk about the other guy. That is- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to do it. No, I know. No, I love you, buddy. (laughs) It happens to the best of us, right? But yeah, those experiences, like getting to develop with those people and watching, letting that, like Casey let us do a lot. I mean, you know, from your experience, Casey, for sure. Casey's big thing was if you want to learn, just do it. So when we were building that random hill next to English field, (laughs) let us all go. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> everybody's favorite week that was but he just let us get on the skid steer and stuff and just have fun with it right so those are some Love of my it. the kate as much as casey you know was strict on us and made us do some crazy stuff it was also awesome because we learned a ton because it was hey just go do it we're gonna talk about a guy that has way too much knowledge in his head that yeah. guy I love that man to death, but there are things I'm just like, why do you know this? You know? And yeah. I mean, the, the amount of wire we pulled in the brand new English. <laughs> oh my gosh. That story will never see the light of day. Were you there for that? Which one? Andy, not Andy, Eric. Mm, what did he do? I probably was there. Uh, I can't say on this podcast. No, well, that's fair. What, was, what was he in charge of usually when we were pulling wire? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, 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 I was right there, yep, <laughs> I forgot about that. I was not having a good day, and I oh, nearly, I never wanted to, like, hurt Eric before, but that was, like, a, a strong all-around crappy day, because it was, like, a misty, rainy, crappy day, and we're pulling wire from left field all the way to right field, everybody's soaking wet, the wire yeah. wet, and, oh, man, yeah. Yeah, they, they, that, that was a good time. Yeah, I remember that one directly now. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, <laughs> um, obviously, I mean, bosses have a big impact on everything. Uh, what has it been like to sort of see Ruck in a different space? You know, obviously, uh, minor leagues is very demanding, and you guys did a phenomenal job when you were there with the budget that you had and the absolute horrific field like not the field itself, but like field conditions, right. you know, they needed a new stadium. I actually Still talked do. to him about it on the pod way back when he's like, well, they said they would do it within the first two years. I was there. It was year like yeah. eight when he was like, they haven't done it yet. All right. Um, year 12 and still haven't done it. So 
I heard it's in the plans though, which it, it, they have approved something, but we'll see. How yeah. Long. We'll see in another 12 years. Yeah. Um, but like having that sort of confined space that you're really working on to see again, such an open, like ended type of thing. Like obviously there's an end to your work, but at the same time, it really isn't because you got to go back right. around, you know? Um, what has it been like sort of seeing him and then sort of yourself in those two spaces? Yeah, I think it's been good for him. You know, he definitely needed to get out of the minor leagues. I mean, he'd been there for a long time and anybody who's worked in the minor leagues understands it is a taxing thing to do. It's a ton of work and he needed, I mean, he was trying to have a family and all that. So it was good, but seeing him in this light, it, I think Henrico made a great choice in him. Nothing against the people that were his predecessors. I don't know them obviously, but I think he's done phenomenal things for the County where, he's coming in and he has all this knowledge on the ball field side and he's going around and trying to get these fields dialed in, you know, we're laser grading two, three, four, five fields a year, whatever we can work into the budget and trying to get them good so that we can have as many tournaments, you know, Henrico County is all about tourism. So they're trying to get as many. And I think he's been instrumental in that where he's kind of taken it to the upper people and said, Hey, this is what needs to happen. And he's working on getting facilities improved, too. So I think that's been phenomenal. And then for myself, I think it's been pretty nice, too, because I can kind of be a little more hands off now. I I don't like to be hands off because I enjoy actually doing the work and it's kind of difficult to sit back. But going around and kind of looking at these sites and picking and picking and choosing and delegating more now, because most of my experiences, I haven't had a ton of people working with me, honestly. I mean, Virginia Tech, we had people, but it was usually just kind of you. DC was, I was kind of on my own, essentially. Mm -hmm. So it's been nice to have that delegation and then still, you know, help these guys and teach these guys. I've been kind of able to take more of a teaching standpoint because nobody on my crew actually has any turf background except for what they've done in the county. None of them actually trained in this stuff. It was just, ooh, Henrico County has a job. Let me do that. So that part's been cool and it's kind of been able it's been cool to see myself actually be able to share my experiences with these people and see them learn it and be like, Oh, okay. So that, that's why you do it that way. Kind of help them out. Cause some of the ways they've done things in the past, it's like, why on earth are you doing it like that? So that part's been fun. Absolutely. Um, I've, and again, sort of going back to the whole idea of again, being in a different space, something I've seen and talking to him, there's a lot of changes going on when it comes to Bermuda and what was and bringing that into that space, which mm -hmm. again, I think is getting normalized by having a more high end field mm -hmm. uh, when it comes to parks and rec, it's just easier on you guys in the long run. Yeah. Um, what has that been like sort of implementing those practices of again, taking what you learned in the pros and bringing it to the parks and rec stage to an extent that is again, financially stable at the same time as like, again, beneficial to the players. Yeah. I, one of the biggest things when I first started, they never packed clay into anything. It was just push the dust back in and next weekend it just came right back out. So we have one really big site under me. It's called Glen Allen complex and it is used almost every single weekend from mid March until this weekend. And it was one of these sites that it needs to be kept up. They're very competitive tournaments. I mean, you got USA softball qualifiers coming out there. I mean, they're big tournaments. But they weren't doing the practices that needed to be done to keep it in the shape that it needs to be done. So one of the biggest things is I implemented was on Mondays, guys, just take the time and pack it up. It's four fields. It's a little clover field. and you Pack them in. 
and these fields will hold up much longer. And it helps that Ruckman laser graded them with us last year. We switched out all the base anchors into females from males. Uh, I think they're even looking at doing an even bigger project next year and actually getting some good clay in it. It's just minor things like that that they've they've never done Mm -hmm. before ruckman or myself it's just been sweep the dust back in and hope the rain comes so that it packs it back in or even we've got a big two-ton roller that we've been using that they've never used before on fields it's like guys we roll why is it there (laughs) apparently it was for dpu and someone crashed it and our guys took it and fixed it up and it just been sitting there so i was like hey i'll take it need it (laughs) right now so that you guys part, don't I mean, want it anymore. Let me know. Yeah, I'll be down. No, it, like, it, apparently, it rolled off a truck into a ditch, and they said it wasn't fixable. And our mechanic said, "We'll see about that." So <laughs> it, it's been like the small things like that of just implementing every things that we take for granted in a more professional aspect, where you don't really have the time for parts and rec. But if you actually take the time, these fields are better, and we're not going to have to worry about it as much. Because I mean, right now we're going through it, and I'm trying to implement it as edging we have some fields that i've inherited the edges are probably four or five feet past where they're supposed to be so this next couple no biggie no the next (laughs) next couple months is going to be fun we were talking about it today and i know one field directly is at least five feet grown past where it needs to be so they're not going to like me on that day but it's going to be a sod cutter and backfill day so to say I'm 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 happy to say I've never let it grow that far here at Brentstone. I <laughs> now this field doesn't get a ton of play, but it's almost a second base. I was like, guys, what are we doing? Yeah, it's it hurts to look at. I'm not gonna lie, but it's it's what you walk into, you know. It's very true. Getting past what was implemented and actually getting good practices, while it might be a little more work up front in the back end, you're not gonna have to do as much come December and January and February where things are slow, but getting ready to ramp back up, we can just kind of chill, take our time and get ready for the season to start versus last year when I came in, it was February and we're having to go to these middle schools and try and get them back under control, but it's cold and it's wet and you can't really get on them. So first game's coming up and we're scrambling. It's like, why don't we do all this now? And then come February, Hey, we're chilling. It's ready. So that's been a big thing is just trying to get rid of some of those old ideologi- so that's ideologies. The, that's the tingler touch right there. I mean, we're trying. It's uh, <laughs> like I said, I'm blessed in the crew that I have and they're all willing to learn and they like to work together now that I've gotten in there and they're all willing to help out. And they like the thought of, Hey, February, we might just be chilling in the truck for a little bit. So we'll do that and get this stuff done for them now. So, since you've been to Virginia Tech, could you give some insight on what the classes were like in the turf program? Yeah, well, I'll do my best, you know. <laughs> Not you the best the attendance to? in the world. The ones you went to? Anyway. Yeah, yeah, the ones I attended. I, I would definitely – I mean, the turf classes were very good, and I understand that Goatley teaches more now, which I think is phenomenal. Goatley, so he's actually backing out a little bit backing out again well so he covered until they hired someone and dr sandor is now in there did you ever meet sandor maybe okay you you definitely would know him if you met him i think i know who you're talking about i may have met him at one the most recent was he at the liberty last year Uh, he probably was yeah okay 
I may have met him there, but I mean, there's some really good professors at Virginia Tech. I mean, you got Dave McCall and he is, I mean, an all-knowing wizard and he taught us a lot. Uh, I mean, obviously Goatley. Goatley was one of my favorite teachers personally. I mean, he's very involved in the industry. Everybody knows who Dr. Goatley is. If you don't know who Dr. Goatley is, are you really in the industry at this point? Facts. Uh, we have to see him on Saturday, by the way. I'm very jealous. I actually might see him in December. I think I'm going to that Liberty thing again. So if you guys are coming. I'll try and be there this time. There's just so many days for VSTMA that I like we had a retreat yesterday. I couldn't go to because obviously I have classes and whatnot. So it's like I have to pick and choose to certain things. Yeah, that's tough. But you should definitely try and be there. But the classes, I mean, they're all very good. You know, you start with the basic tariff. And at that point, it was Dr. Irving teaching or Dr. Irvin teaching. And I guess he's in <laughs> Delaware now. Yeah, I just, I thought. What? What did you do to me with Irvin, Cody? Oh, uh, yeah. When I, got uh... I also slept through the exam. So, okay. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But uh, they're, they're very good classes. They're informative. And I kind of wish I had taken more because I didn't make the switch until, I guess it was junior year. And I only got a turf minor. I wish I had started full on turf because the full program, you get a much more, what's the word I'm looking for? You just, you get more information with the full program. Inclusive. Yes. Versus me joining in to get the minor. You didn't need as much. And yes, horticulture and turf have a lot of overlap, but I kind of wish I had gone into it head first to start. And there's a few things coming out of college that, I wish I had known, but I didn't know because I just didn't take those classes. I didn't know this is what I was going to do. And I'm glad I made that. And it's a good experience. And even if you do the two year, I've heard the two years a good program. I don't know. I haven't experienced it, but I've had some buddies go through it and they've loved it and they're still in the industry. So I think Virginia tech is a very good program. I wish it was a bigger program. And I think thanks to this man right here, it is becoming a bigger (laughs) program. But they do a good job down there. There is a lot you can learn. They have great research facilities. They're always involved somehow. And there's some of the best professors you're going to have. So, Old goat. Yeah, he's I love that, man. Unbeatable. One of the nicest. I have to ask you, you still scare me. Um. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Watch out for that, man. I've do never you seen remember, you remember that. Do you remember that uh, part of the capstone course when we had to like identify stuff at glade road yeah because i blinked no so you remember when he was we were a salesman and he was like the 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 customer and we were supposed to be like the salesman so like they said it was playing the role right so i was like okay so whatever he says says is true so he he points at a weed and he says this is crabgrass why is it alive i'm like did you use the right rate? He's like, it's it's on the label, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, well, I'm sorry, sir. I will extend you a refund or whatever. Like, I was trying to be the nice person. Yeah. He's like, he's like, don't ever apologize for that. And like, after everything said and done, I'm so flustered. Oh. And like, oh my gosh, I failed. Like, what's going on? And he goes, Drew. I'm like, what? And I was like, what is that? I'm like, never will. He goes, so why didn't you say that? And I was like, I thought it was ro- uh, playing a role. Like, I thought we just assumed what you were saying was right. You know, I'm like, 
I was like, I literally just failed. That oh, <laughs> I, I completely blanked. You know, I mean, oh, you know, public speaking is not for me. So getting up in front of those people, all I did was just ask questions because that's what he told us. He said, just ask questions if you don't know. I was like, I'm not just going to ask all kinds of questions, which he said I did right. I just screwed up the week. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, it was funny because I thought I, you know how you only have to do like half the paper? For the, mm-hmm. the, I did the whole thing. And like, I thought I did an awful job. And so we went in to defend the thesis or whatever it is that it's called. And I'm in there and I'm like, I'm doing a pretty decent job. And Irvin asked a question. I respond the right way. Like, he's like, oh, I thought you said during the spring. And then like, McCall's like, no, he definitely said the fall application. I was like, solid. I got it right. We're good. And then again, I I forget who else was in there, but like their presentations were not as like up to par. And then I like saw their paper and I was like, damn, I did a good job. Uh, you could be a champion like me and then show up and forget the PowerPoint altogether. Good for you, bud. Hey, but at least, you know, CJ and them had my back. They knew I had done it because I sent a Snapchat at 2 a.m. when I finally finished it and was like, hey, I finished. It's definitely done. I swear it's done. And then show up to class, plug it in. It's like, oh, my God, it's not here. That was. <laughs> I didn't know that part, God. but that was funny. Yeah, no, I presented off my paper, not the PowerPoint. Well, oh, I, I remember that. Now. that. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. you came to work afterwards. And I was like. No way. Mm, I don't know that I came to work that day. Either way, we might have gone. That out. was my. We might have gone out of college. Oh yeah, we definitely went out because that was my last class of college, and I okay. was right. Well, that was then. We went out to the juice bar. I should look at yeah. bar like that. We got some sushi. Some apple juice. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, dude. There, there's so many fond memories down at Tech. Uh, you got your favorite from, I mean, when you talk about like turf and like our friend group and everything that was specific to, I mean, goalies classes and whatnot, any fond memories that stick out to you? I'm just getting to know everybody, man. I mean, I didn't know you guys at all until I started there and I didn't know you guys until I actually got into working. That's how I really got to know y'all and getting, I mean, crap. I still talk to most of you. I, mean, I haven't heard from Lee in a little bit. I know he's working down here and we connected when I, started with the uh, golfing but uh since then i haven't i mean i still keep up with cj keep up with you well, our program was tiny will we have five people <laughs> not a whole lot of people you're making it sound like it's so hard to keep up with everybody uh, but i mean one of the one oh, of the travis uh, down at virginia beach yeah, he's down here oh he's at the beach now no no he's in richmond yeah I thought he, he was took there. uh yeah kinlock nope he's the he's a research guy at the Independence. He took over for Booth, I think. Yeah, that's right. Booth's at USGA now. Yeah, he he did it big because I was working with Booth for a little bit with the uh, ABW work at the Fed Club, and all of a sudden I texted him. He goes, "Hey man, just so you know, I took this job." I was like, "Wow, okay, that is uh, phenomenal for you." It's a bit, it's a little jump, you know. <laughs> yeah, I won't bother you with this ABW stuff anymore. <laughs> Sorry for calling. I'm gonna go back to my home. Yeah, now. <laughs> you're, you're you're good. You're too good for me now. <laughs> uh, I mean, w- w- some of the bigger experiences, you know, getting to be on the football field during games is insane. There was one. I thought you hated that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. As a student, yeah. Uh... As a worker, it was fine. One of the biggest ones I remember was the Clemson game, and I don't remember what year it was. 2016, 17. It was my senior year, your first yeah, year. Yeah, I, right? I was back to working there, yeah. And it may have been one of the loudest things I've ever heard in my life. You couldn't hear yourself think. I mean, we it was, passes. Yeah, we did not win, and that was tough. Virginia Tech football has been tough all our lives, but 
that experience alone, just kind of being like, hey, we painted this. Everybody is seeing it on national TV, and I'm standing here on the field listening to these people blister my eardrums. It was phenomenal. It was just, so that's just a awesome Virginia experience. Tech Hokie at heart right there. Hey, man, I miss it every day. That is one of my biggest regrets is leaving that job. Really? Yeah. I mean, what the jump I made made sense at the time, but looking back, God, what I would give to get back in Blacksburg. I love God. Murphy. <laughs> He's going to do it again. Give me one second. What's his name? Murphy. Murphy, Murphy. get over here. Come here. You need to calm down. Um, but yeah, I mean, I loved it there. I love Blacksburg. The job at the time, because I was young and immature, it was a lot of hours. And I wanted but to again, do like, those hours. It tended to end up being like, it balanced out in the yeah. summer. But you don't look at that at the age I was at that time because I had other things on my mind. I wanted to go hang out with friends and all that fun stuff. So I hear you. That's a, a big one for me. But yeah, it was a great time. Absolutely. Um, I mean, when it comes to all that, I, re- I just remember like even through part of my French, the shit, you know, there was always a good time, you know, even if it was like we were stuck. Were you there? It might have been before you started. We dug a, a trench over on the practice field on that hill because we couldn't get an excavator on it. I don't what what hill? There's no hill there now. The backside where the scoreboard is. Mm, I I don't think I partook in the digging, but I know what you're so, talking about. So I like, it was a ten through. foot hole. Me and yeah. Casey are in the bottom of it. Like we can't get out without a ladder, and I'm like. Why am I doing this right now? Yeah. You're like, what is going on? But like afterwards, we hung out, got like cleaned up and everything. And then we, I think we went like downtown or something and just hung out, like even through all the chaos, you know? For every one experience where it was, why am I doing this? There was always another one of, okay, this is why I'm doing it. And like I said, looking back, I, I wish I'd never left. I had a good thing going and being young, I didn't realize that. But it is what it is, you know? You a little end day? Learn from it. Huh? A little end day? Oh, I miss that man. God, I miss him too. Man. You talked to him lately? No, I tried reaching out not too long ago, but you know how Andy is with his phone. <laughs> oh, I Dude, I, I heard he has the turf tank now. He doesn't even paint his field anymore. Yeah, it's just the robot. There's like turf Andy's, Andy's in heaven right now. He presses a button and he's like, oh my gosh. He's just chilling watching a robot. He's going to hang out here and watch this go. Yep. No, that's that's Good awesome. Down there. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and again, with all that, I mean, it was all for a good purpose. Like mm-hmm. August one, obviously, everybody's like, "Oh crap, it's mm-hmm. August." You yeah, know? those uh, ten-hour days, seven days a week for a month straight get tough. But it oh, all yeah. it all pays yeah. off in the end for that first game where everything is immaculate. It was looking back now, it's worth it. There were a few tweaks I would like to have made, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit right yeah. here and there. We're all better for it, right? Yeah, for sure. And I, I know Casey's made tweaks over the years, I'm sure, mm-hmm. that you guys, well, we didn't even know about, you know, like oh, way, yeah. way back in the day to now, you know, so. For, for sure. sure. I mean, for he's sure. moved up in the world now. He's be, he's big he's time. He's a big dog. He's yeah, he's the, big <laughs> he hasn't big time me yet. Whenever I call him, he answers. Whenever I text him, he answers. I need to go he's, back and see him all. I think I'm going to the that, UVA game, so. That phone goes off the hook every five seconds. Yeah. God bless that man, you know? That man was always on the phone. 
pulling wire in the uh, English field and his head's up there with a the phone still pulling. <laughs> you got to give him that man would work his butt off. He, he never left you on your own. That's for sure. And that's, I've always said this. And I tell my kids, this is like, there are certain types of leaders, you know, when it comes mm-hmm. to a workplace and he was that guy that you never want the boss to outwork you because uh, you yeah. look bad, you know, but like, He's one of we them never there. outworked him because he wouldn't allow it. Like there was no shot in any way, shape or form that we would be able to work outwork him, you know, no, no and shot. even now where he's like, again, probably forced to stay behind a desk for a while during the day, probably, probably still out all the time trying to figure oh, stuff you out. Know he is. He's somewhere riding around on that golf cart, pulling up and getting going. I'm surprised that thing still works. If it does. 20 What's minutes. His name? What was that kid's name? Temp. You remember him? Temp? Temp. Joe Temp. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) The, uh. I read Bernie. Yes. That's what I was going to talk about. I was like, Bernie. Oh, my gosh. Took Bernie out of commission forever. Oh, man. That was a sad day. That was Buford's cart. Yeah, she was a good one, man. She She was still running for, I mean, that had to be like 16 years, right? Yeah. We've got a Bernie at the county, man. She's still kicking. Does she? Oh yeah, yeah. He that was a sad day when he put that one in the wall. Not sure how he did it, but I, just, I still don't get it. <laughs> I, I I just remember like walking in and be like, "What did you do?" Uh, yeah, that whole oh, turn was gone. But no, that was a sad day. Um, obviously, some of our fondest memories, I know for you and me personally, uh, SFMA conferences and being a part of the industry, you know, as a whole. Uh, we won't talk about bubs. Uh, yeah, we never talk about that. Bubs. Was a great, that was a great trip, you know. It was awesome, especially being stuck in San Diego no for four extra days because yep. there's no flights into Charlotte from San Diego. I was like uh, two weeks into me starting a new job with Ruck, and I had to text him, but hey, man, just so you know, I'm still stuck in uh, San Diego. You have fun working. <laughs> 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 well, he was there, so it wasn't well, like no, he left there. earlier, remember? Because he got a yeah, because of the storm. Snow the snow. Good, I was like, well, he's a good we person. Compete. Yeah, he's like, a good person. We are not. We were not no. good people. Well, we had to compete. You know, had to get that chance. Well, what did we get? Second, third. We didn't Fifth. place. Yeah, we did. No, your year we didn't place. It was the year after that. No, we got at least top ten. Oh, top ten. Placing is third, bud. Okay, well, no, no, we didn't get top three. That's we got we got third the year after you graduated, or year after you and Buck graduated. I don't know if that's the same year or not, but uh, um, maybe I think yeah. Orlando, we were, in we were Orlando. doing the project at the same time, so yeah, he definitely. Graduated. So either way, back to my question. Sorry, <laughs> um, what has it been like again, and what has it meant to you? Because you've been in both sides of it. You know, what has it meant to be a part of the association? be able to network even further than again, like, you know, everyone and we know everyone and we have this great network, but to be able to take it to the next level, you know, I, that conference is phenomenal, man. Uh, you make so many connections. And even when I was in the MLS, the MLS did their own kind of thing where they had a little at the beginning of that, all the MLS guys would get together and just making those connections is fantastic. Cause we don't, no one knows everything. Right. We get in situations where I'm like, oh, my God, I I don't know what to do. But someone else has had that experience and they're always willing to listen. You can post it on Twitter or anything. And someone from this industry is going to say, hey, this is what I did in that time. Maybe that'll help you. And I think that's one of the best parts of this industry is everybody is working for the same thing. Everybody wants everybody else to succeed. It's not a competition. 
is if your field's green and my field's green, fantastic. That's what we want. Everybody wants us <laughs> to succeed. And I think that's one of the best things is because everybody's trying to help each other. There was a point in time where <clears throat> I was trying to get rid of some XFL logos and didn't go so great. But <laughs> some people and some people uh, after the fact were like, hey, well, this is what you probably should have done. I was like, well, I wish I had asked you. In the well, fourth. you should have told me a week and a half ago. Yeah, I, like, <laughs> I didn't ask you. But that, that part's great. And I didn't really get to experience a ton of it on the golf side. I did a couple outings with the golfing side. And those guys are the same. They just want to go out and play golf, look at each other's golf courses and just compliment you on it, you know. And they do the same thing of, well, this is the issue I'm having. How have you solved that? I mean, it's everybody's working for the greater good. It's not, hey, my course is better than you or, hey, my field looks better than yours. They're not going to dog you. And you can even see it on times where one of these fields on national TV doesn't look the best and people are pointing it out. Sports turf managers will go in there and rip those people. Love that. They back everybody up. Chicago thing. Yeah. Recently. Exactly. That's one that field held up fantastically. Exactly. Yes, it had water on it, but there was no divots. I was like, that's not their fault. Blowouts. I mean, yeah. And people were backing that. So that part's awesome. This industry is very inclusive and everybody wants everybody to succeed. So that's been my favorite part about it. And I haven't been to the conference in a while and I would love to eventually get back to it. Are you going it. this year? You know, no, probably not. Why not? <laughs> the county. Did you talk to Rock? Uh, no, I actually should have. I, today was the first time I've seen him in a couple of days. I'll talk to him next week when we lazy. Hey, Drew would appreciate it if Cody yeah. can come. See, that's what you got to do. You send him a text, put that in his ear, and be like, hey, this is what we got to do. So, <laughs> I think you'll talk him into it more than I will. Oh, stop. Uh, really? You, me? You're, you're big boy in the industry nowadays, man. You oh, got shut up. <laughs> I swear, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. We don't need to do that again. (laughs) Um, So we wrap up on these last two questions because I know you got to go coach your game. Um, And again, I've known you since you sort of started in this industry. Uh, Obviously, you had that summer before, but um, it's not to make anything better or easier or, like, again, better for you overall. But if there was something you wish you knew going into this industry, what would that one thing be and why? Mm, that is a very good question, Drew. Oh, man. Yeah, I can give you two things. One thing is I wish I knew what it was going to take, right? The commitment, and people don't understand that going into it, it does take some commitment. You need to actually love what you do to do it in this industry because you're going to make sacrifices. I mean, that's just what it is. Grass is a living organism. It doesn't stop because it's a holiday and you have to learn that. And I didn't really love that as a younger person. And unfortunately, as I'm getting older, I don't want to do it as much either, but (laughs) I still, still love the industry. But Oh crap! I lost my train of thought. I'm sorry about that. Okay. That's that's one of the biggest things. And then I wish in college I had committed a little bit more. And I know I touched on that already, but I went in to this industry, and you do learn a lot in the industry, and you learn a lot very quickly. I mean, hands-on experience is obviously the best experience you're going to get. But I wish I had some more of that scientific aspect of it because. I was a little blank on a few things. I'm not going to lie. And I still don't know. I mean, again, I don't know everything, but you learn it. And it's one of those things of other people that 
were in it for all four years. They're like, well, yeah, that's this. I'm like, okay, well, you know, calm down. I'll figure it out. But that's another big thing I kind of wish I had. And anybody that's looking to get into this industry, I, you need to commit, really take it seriously. College, yes, I know it's changing ever, every year, you know, your online courses and all that stuff. But take it seriously. The science does matter. You're going to have to learn and you know what you're getting into. You need to commit. If you want to be in this industry, and yes, there are jobs in this industry where it's not going to be as much. And I kind of relegated to that. And you can go into some sides that have no weekends. But if you want to make it big and you want to get into the big leagues, you're going to have to make sacrifices. And eventually down the road, they are going to matter. And it's worth it. It is. So as a student like myself who's interested in joining the industry, what would be your best piece of advice for me? Other than committing to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Make connections early. I really think that's important. Yeah, you know, this one already did on. that. Yeah. So. I was just like, well, then you're, you're doing good. I, I definitely try and get, if you go to Virginia Tech or whoever, definitely go to these conferences and network 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 the more people you know the better you're going to be because these people are always the industry doesn't have a ton of people we're always struggling to find people to work so if you're networking and showing interest they're going to come for you and you're going to learn a lot from a lot of people the more you know the better you're going to be because it's all about who you know yeah it might be about what you know too but a lot of it's who you know. If you know that person and you apply for that job, you're already at the top of their list because they know what you can do. So I would definitely go go to these conferences, compete in the competition, learn as much as you can, but network, network, network. Yeah, this one was the student who was on the all-female crew down in Greenville. Yeah, so you're doing very good. Her, her network's Fantastic. bigger than my network. I was she's better than both of us already. Yeah, right. <laughs> Everybody knows. You yeah, got was, job offers across the country, yeah. no biggie. Rightfully so. Yeah, there's not enough women in the industry, so that's awesome that you're going into it. Absolutely. Well, bud, I want to thank you again yeah. for everything, obviously. You know I love you, and I appreciate all that you do. Love uh, you, too. I appreciate you having me. You're doing phenomenal things out there, and Everybody should strive to do what you're doing, man. You're keeping this industry alive single-handedly. I appreciate you. It's uh...